Welcome to another new edition. I'm so excited, Paul, for the next guest. I'm going to pronounce his name right that Martha Stewart could not do. I called <laughs> Daniel Mancini, thank you for stopping by. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having me. This is great. And you're right. She called me. Well, you know, there's a story behind that. So when, when my grandparents came from Italy, right, 1921, in Italy, they pronounce it Mancini. But when she got here, it was like Mancini. So... Oh. That's how it's pronounced. Or she learned that from prison. We won't talk about that. No, I'm right, right, right. How did you um, start up the whole company, the origin story of your meatballs? Well, you know, so I'll give you the, the whole backstory. So my grandparents came from Italy in 1921 from Bari, Italy, and they settled in Brooklyn. I never got to meet my grandfather. And when my when he did pass away, we moved in with my grandmother. And I was just born then. And as I started getting older, I would ask her to, well, I would watch her make all her recipes. I just loved the fact that whenever my grandmother cooked, the relatives would come over, the neighbors would come over. It was just a great family event. So fast forward, uh, I learn all her recipes. I get married at age 25. My wife doesn't cook. And at that time, Roland, I was in the garment center, working in the garment business in New York. I did a 25 year run. And in 2007, 2008, when the economy started getting a little wonky, I went home. I said, I can't do this anymore. It's just too complicated. And it was like, well, what are you going to do? I said, you know something? I think I'm going to find a way to uh, take my grandmother's recipe for meatballs and sauce and start a business with it. And I'll be honest with you. In the beginning, my whole goal was maybe just to do local in my you know, five neighborhoods a home delivery of meatball sauce. And I connected with a friend who was in the food business. And he said, no, no, I think this could be bigger than that. And 2008, 2009, we launched Mama Mancini's. I took a pot of meatballs, as crazy as this sounds, <laughs> into my local Whole Foods on a Monday. And they were like, what are you doing? I said, well, I have these meatballs and sauce. And they go, you can't come in here with that. And I wouldn't leave. I said, I'm not leaving until someone tries these. So eventually someone did, the prepared food uh, buyer, and he said, best meatballs and sauce I ever had. Mm -hmm. And the th my thinking behind why in my, I don't know what the right, my ignorance of the food business, because I made shirts for a living for like 25 years. I said, why wouldn't someone want a meatball in sauce? Because you could find meatballs in the frozen aisle that mm -hmm. truly are a lab project. You could find decent jarred sauce, but you can't find it you know, the way grandma made it. And that was, you know, my theory behind the whole thing. Wow. And when you talk about uh, being back home with, in your grandmother's kitchen, uh, any kind of smells that bring you back there? And uh, oh, yeah. I was I was looking it up. None of the recipes were written down, right? No, no. Uh, you know, I say what a lot of people do say. You know, she traveled from Italy with a little bag and stored her recipes in her heart, which was the truth. I mean, that's truly how this all happened. And... The aroma in the kitchen every Sunday morning at 6 a.m., she would start the meatballs and she'd fry them. And the house would just be like, wow. And uh, eventually she'd put them in the sauce. So that aroma was great. But pretty much everything she made, like she made the best homemade pasta. And, you know, she had that big wooden board that you see. And then mm -hmm. she would dry it on the bed, on the sheet. So you know, it was, it, it's interesting you say that. Uh, I had have an expression I've used forever called scented memory. And I think mm -hmm. it really does resonate with everything 
Like even the person who remembers their dad using that, you know, cologne, you know, but the, I forget the name of it, Fruit. but when you went, <laughs> yes, right. So when you went into the, so if you go into the drugstore and you happen to smell it, you're like, Oh my God, that reminds me of my dad. So anytime I have this aroma of even in a good Italian restaurant or when I do QVC, cause I do a lot of QVCs, it honest to God transports me back to grandma's kitchen. And that's, you know, what we bring to everybody. That experience. I mean, mentioning QVC, my mom is like, um, she's like the white whale of QVC. She's there every time. And that's how she told me, she, I got these meatballs from Mama Mancini. She loved them. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we do. So, you know, QVC, uh, when I was in the garment business, about two, maybe 1990, 19, I forget when QVC started. My dream was to be on QVC. Never made it with garments. And then about nine years ago, they uh, we connected with them and I met with the buyer and the buyer looked at me and she said, look, the meatballs are great, but we have never had a meatball succeed on this on QVC. But she loved the story uh, behind it. And she said, I'll give you a shot. So, Roland, here I am on QVC my first time, all excited. And they tell me, OK, we've prepped. I think it was eighteen hundred offers at sixty dollars an offer. And I'm thinking I'm dead. Literally, we sold out in like five of the eight minutes. And since then, I, I mean, we're on sometimes three times a week all yeah. year round. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, QEC is such a massive global empire. Yeah. It, were, you, were you surprised how much you sold in so little time? I uh, honestly, I it blows my mind. I was on last night and uh, I went on with our minis and it was it, the volume we did was incredible. And, you know, that's. The minis that we put, you know, we have, you saw that cup, right? Yep. So we, we put the minis in a cup that we uh, are going to be selling in C stores and supermarkets. And also we have a direct consumer on our website, which is new. I love it because, you know, I get emails all the time. You know, uh, I can't get out of the house or I don't shop on QVC. And we say, you know what, go to our website, get the cup. So, and the other, we sell the sleeves on the, the website as well. Right. I mean, the cup, though, it looked like my shirt was murdered when I ate the whole thing <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. I well, you know what? <laughs> yeah, but I have to tell you. Hold on. Let me look. So I'm going to read this to you because it's pretty incredible. So if you ate the whole cup, yeah, it's it's only 300 calories if you ate the beef. Oh. That's it. So, you, you know, I have people who say to me, Dan, I buy the cups and I eat them for my lunch every day or maybe dinner. And then they switch in and out from the beef and the turkey, which is – uh, a lot less in calories, but 300 calories with a lot of uh, grams of protein. Uh, and again, we don't use preservatives or fillers. And, you know, that was what launched us. We were in the forefront. I truly do believe this. And going back to what I say, my ignorance in the food business, when we started selling uh, the Mama Mancini products, we, did, we just still don't put preservatives or fillers. And I just couldn't understand why anybody would put those in it. And mm -hmm. it took a, it took a couple of years. I mean, it was slow to start. And I have to tell you, give credit to Martha. When Martha held up that package and said, you know, did what she did for us in 2009, people started taking us seriously. And the ingredients and uh, the nutritionals are are like our catapult in a lot of these stores. When you say it's, I don't really look at it as an ignorance as all, at all because you are doing what you think is best in in the best ways. Like I noticed too when we had them shipped to our house. Uh, 
some of the frozen meatballs you get are 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 dry, but these were, were fresh when they came out of the packet and heat them up. And even my uh, mom was saying, not only are the meatballs good, the sauce is really good too. Yeah. So the sauce. So interesting. So when you know everything we ship has sauce in it, if it's a meatball or a sausage and peppers, here's the sauce. Again, really simple. We use whole tomatoes, a little tomato paste, olive oil, onion, garlic, basil, bay leaf a touch of salt and pepper. But what we don't add, and this is key, we don't add sugar. And people love the fact that we don't. We don't need mm -hmm. to because we use quality ingredients and we don't add preservatives. And we don't overcook it, right? So you guys know if you cook sauce all day, you get that acid thick. The fact is when you open up this or you open up a pouch, you're going to basically be cooking it again. So you're finishing or getting the sauce to a little thicker maybe, a little richer maybe, but the sauce... Sauce has been great. It's been great. And we do have, only on QVC, we sell sauce in jars. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, this weekend, I mean, this perfect for your meatballs. You have the football playoffs coming up and the Super Bowl. Is that, does your, do you sell a lot more during that time? Oh, yeah, we do. Uh, so we have these family packs that we'll do. Uh, you know, you saw like Costco, right? So we're in a few Costco regions and it's that big three pound pack of the jumbo meatballs, we sell boatloads of it. And actually it's, it's tremendous business. And, uh, you know, our club store business, you know, got to knock on wood here somewhere has been great. <laughs> uh, but it, you know, it comes down to the same thing. We don't, we don't move away from grandma's recipe and customers appreciate it, you know? And like you said, you know, you opened it up and you're like the sauce, not only are the meatballs good, the sauce is good. And yeah. you know, that's, that's important. I think any component. So I'll tell people, yeah, as much as I personally love the meatballs, don't discount the sauce because I love the sauce as well. And over the years, we had to start adding more sauce to the packages because the demand was there. Mm. And uh, it's, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, as Roland, oh, sorry, Roland. As Roland mentioned, you, know, you have Super Bowl playoffs. I'll be using it for uh, the Royal Rumble this weekend. Uh, but when you oh. think of uh, like Super Bowl parties and that, like you don't just have to put the meatballs in a pasta or serve them by yourself. We use the uh, five cheeses meatballs for a meatball sandwich too. Oh, absolutely. And so last night on QVC, QVC yesterday was, they're not allowed to say Super Bowl. So it's all about the <laughs> big game, right? And I have to be careful because I'm so used to saying Super Bowl, but I think you get nailed, right? If you say Super Bowl <laughs> on TV, but uh, they did a whole show on items for the big game and they featured our, our mini meatballs, right? The ones that would be in the cup. And we did everything from sliders to uh, uh, little sub sandwiches or, yeah, you know, not pasta for Super Bowl. But, yeah, I mean, you want to watch the game, right? You don't want to be in the <laughs> kitchen cooking. I, you know, let grandma do the cooking and just put the product out. And that's, that's what's great. About it. And it is versatile. You could do so many things with it. And also, like, Paula, who's skinny, don't let him fool you. He ate the whole <laughs> sausage and peppers in one sitting. Your new I did. I, I heated oh. up the sausage and peppers and onions and, and had it in one sitting. It was really, really good. So I'll, I'll tell you something interesting about that item. And thank you. We worked for two years and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating to find someone to co-pack sausages, right? Cause we don't make the sausage, but it's our recipe who would not put nitrates in it. Every sausage company was, Oh no, we have to use nitrates. We finally found someone. And it's been several years now. And so if you look at that sausage, right, it's we use whole butt and whole shoulder. 
that's blade cut instead of ground up. And mm. that's all the pork. That's real pork. And then we just add a little bit of uh, fennel, a little bit of salt and pepper, and it's a natural casing. And then we marry it with the peppers and the onions, which we roast in our ovens. We cook the sauces, we roast the peppers and onions, and we marry it with the sauce. So it's kind of like, a, you know, going to the Italian feast without having to go to the Italian feast. And again, to to attribute uh, the packaging that you do too, when heated up the sausage and peppers, like normally you can see the uh, peppers or the onions get like kind of soggy and kind of limp. These still had a good crunch to them. Oh yeah. I mean, so we, we don't over the same like this. We don't over overcook them because you're right. I mean, otherwise you end up with all this, this mushy stuff, but yeah. yeah, we're proud of that item. It's a good item. And then we have, I don't know if you've seen, we have these meals that we do pre-made meals that we sell in the deli department because we're, uh, you know, we do a lot of business in the deli and we hand make every meal in our, people think we're crazy. So there are companies out there that mass produce ready-made meals, whether it's, you know, chicken parm on pasta or chicken Alfredo or sausage, peppers, and onions, and it's sealed, and it has preservatives, and it just looks, you know, uh, like machine-made. We do the same process, except we hand-make each one in our plant, and they ship out that way. And it's, that's just been incredible. Our public business is uh, it's massive with this. And they're actually very proud of this. Publix is including us in what they call their Italian days, which is tremendous, and that starts in February. And they oh, have awesome. all our items there. Yeah. Um, um, Christine, do you have a question for him? Yeah. Well, nope. you know, you have to make a mom's life much easier. I have a child who only eats condiments, so he eats the sauce. And I have a <laughs> daughter who refers to as animal, who's a meat eater, and she eats the meatball. <laughs> Voila, dinner is done. And then my little daughter is an eater. Package <laughs> ah. before she consumes anything. And it's been amazing. Delicious and yeah. amazing. Thank you. It's so I I did it. One of my first demos I ever did myself was in a Whole Foods in New York. And I something I never thought of back then. A mom comes up to us literally with like a two and a half, three year old in a stroller. And she goes, oh, no, no, no. I don't feed him any processed foods. And I go, it's not processed. She read the ingredients. This little kid ate two of our jumbo meatballs. And she would message me after that saying, I buy them all the time. It's great protein, right? So, you, you know, your kids, you're giving them real food, real protein, no preservatives. So it's, it's a good thing. And thank you. Yeah, and they're not afraid to eat it. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we also don't spice stuff up, right? So a lot of people who make meatballs load it up with, with a lot of herbs and spices to hide the fact that there's 700 other ingredients. <laughs> we don't need to. We don't need to. It's just pure grandma quality food. It is. It's the perfect flavor. It's nobody is afraid to eat them and they devour them. Yeah. Daniel, do yeah. Wildest dreams think how fulfilling um, this transition would be going from the garment industry to. You Say know. it again. It, it broke up a little bit. Sorry. I said in your wildest dreams, did you ever think about how fulfilling the transition from going to the garment industry to those recipes? Was no, no, I, uh, I actually, when, when I made the change, I was scared to death because the garment business was collapsing and I, I still, I missed the garment business as well. It was always a lot of fun. I enjoyed it, but I was nervous about it, but I also knew as crazy as it sounds, I said, you know what, who doesn't love a meatball? <laughs> it's like, you know, we weren't going in with some crazy idea on food. It's like, a, I used to call it the forgotten comfort food. Mm -hmm. I said, who doesn't love a meatball with sauce? So 
you know, that's how we launched. It did take a while because we would we would call supermarkets and they'd always say, no, I already have a meatball. And, you know, going back when Martha did that with the package, they started taking it seriously. And then we started to uh, like we realized what would sell this. And the truth is the story sold it. When I was at the first food show, we did the fancy food show. And all we had was a crock pot, if you can imagine. No signage. It really wasn't anything. And people would walk by, hey, would you like to try a meatball? Nah, no, no meatball. And as soon as I said, I don't know what made me say it, would you like to try my grandmother's meatball? To this day, there's not one person who refuses it, unless they don't eat meat. And I realized that way back then. I said, I got to keep telling people, this isn't a made-up story. There is a mama, Anna Mancini. She did come from Italy. This is her recipe. And people, I guess, respect that. But who doesn't love grandma, right? It's, <laughs> it's pretty simple. I think everybody loves grandma. So, you know, we fell into it that way and it's been great. Well, you realize that you're, 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 you make t-shirts and meeple all one and the same. If someone's eating meeple, they hit the t-shirt. I could buy another one. Yeah. <laughs> the full circle. <laughs> Concept is bringing nostalgia back. Uh, a lot of yeah. people feel as the year on and there's not many grandmas cooking in the kitchen anymore and family traditions are lost so there's a there's a nostalgia to your there's meatballs yeah yeah and it's you know again i always even when i go on qvc like if you ever have a chance to watch it there's a video that plays and it shows uh my grandmother holding me in the backyard of her home when i was one year old then it flips to the actual boat they came from over in italy and then to the log in ellis island where they signed in and every time they'll do that, and then I talk about my grandmother, the producer uh, most times will say to me in my ear, okay, we have a spike. They love grandma. And, you know, it's, it's honest, right? It's honest. It's not made up. And I think that's a big deal. And nostalgia is important. And, you know, we're getting away from a lot of that. And I always did believe that somehow we would slowly help people bring back the family dinner, right? Like you say, with your kids, you don't have time to cook all the time. But, you know, you can open up a cup or a package and feel good about what you put on the table with what we do. So, yeah. And, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Roland brought up before we start recording, where and how did the uh, famous theme song get created? Oh, so when we first started making serious radio commercials, I want to say probably eight years ago, uh, it was in a recording studio in New York. And I, I don't recall the name, but it was like a legitimate, massive recording studio. <laughs> and they said, hey, you want a jingle? And they they produced it for us. And it's, yeah, it, Mama Mancini's the meatball lover's meatball. Very catchy. <laughs> it is, right? Yeah. Oh. And and the jingle is great. I, I go to sleep, I wake up, I go, Mama Mancini. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And- and uh, the company overall started in uh, 2009, right? Is that the like yeah. official start date? So That's the official launch of it, yeah. So with this being the uh, 15th anniversary year of the start of the company, is there anything uh, special planned for uh, 2024? Well, Paul's no, trying, but you know what? Uh, Paul's trying, to, uh, trying off his math skills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? I got to discuss that, that. I think we should, right? Mm -hmm. We did celebrate in uh, 21 a hundred years that my grandmother was here that oh, okay. we did do. Oh, the recipe has been around. So 
Awesome. But yeah, that's a good idea. And, and what are you developing now? Anything new coming through the pipeline? Yeah, so we have uh, about two, about five years ago, we had the need for uh, grilled and roasted chicken. Ooh. So we did some mm. research. We found a company in Long Island called TNL Creative Salads. And what they do is they grill chicken. It's incredible. Fast forward a year and a half ago, Mama Mancini's bought the company. And we have this incredible, we launched it with the grilled chicken. And it's just a full chicken breast, lightly marinated. And it goes on this uh, grill that's about 700 degrees, flames. And halfway through, they flip it by hand. And it comes out and it's so delicious. And there's like three or four flavors that we marinate, very successful. And then we launched about a month ago, roasted chicken, like grandma's mm. roasted chicken. And we do that in ovens as well. And between those two, it's just been absolutely tremendous. So that's been a big push for us is the I chicken. Your, and I bet your mouth waters every time you walk into the factory. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. <laughs> and again, it's hand done. And that's what we're all about. You know, it's if you saw these grills, they're they're massive, they're hot, the flames are coming up and the you know, the chicken is put on it and it's the chicken is absolutely delicious. And we sell that in supermarkets around the country. Uh we sell it on QVC as well. And uh it's that's gonna be a big growth for us this year. Actually, in, in addition I did, I to have, everything else. I have this song in my head for you for the chicken. Yeah, go uh, ahead. <laughs> you go, Mama Mancini, you're and you just wink at the camera and go, you know. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> Paul, it's, it's work in progress. Yeah, it might catch. It might catch. <laughs> hey, but, everything start, hey, everything starts with an idea, right? Yeah. There yes. you go. Um, I'm not putting on, but Roland, I'm not putting on a chicken suit. <laughs> Let Roland wear that. Um, I, oh, I, I, hey, for free chicken, I'll wear anything. I, I love good chicken. Um, what, um, Dan, what would you give like an advice for an entrepreneur, someone trying to start over like you did? You switch careers. What's the first yeah. step that they should take? So I got to tell you, I have a quote that I've had for years. I'm gonna, I, I put it in my phone so I don't forget it. And I do get, honestly, I do get a lot of comments. So one of my heroes is Richard Branson. I love him. I love everything about how he runs his company, about how he treats his, everything about it. So he has a quote. It says, the brands that will survive in the coming years are the ones that have a purpose. And that's what I tell people. I said, our purpose was to deliver grandma quality food, honest, uh, made the way she did. And we believed in that. And I tell people, if, you know, if, you, if it has some sort of a purpose, whether it's that or uh, something else you believe in, you have a really good shot, but I say never give up, right? You know, like I said, it was rough when we first started this. It was rough, but I never gave up. Gave up. I, I'll be honest. I never expected it to be what it is today. Uh, I never looked at, uh, oh, how much money can be made. I never did that in a garment center. I just said every day, do the best you could do. If you believe in what you're doing and you're honest, it's going to work. And that's what I tell people. Uh, what was the moment where you go, uh, you couldn't believe that you're nationwide? Was the first two stores? Yeah, so uh, I flew to California for a meeting, and I walked into uh, a Safeway, and there was the package, and and same thing when I flew to Florida for the first time to Publix, and there's that little picture of me and my grandmother, and it honestly it blew me away, and more so than me, I thought, wow, if my grandmother ever knew, right? 
1921, when she left everybody in Italy to start a new life, that this would be, you know, her legacy around the, the country. It's pretty incredible. But it did. It blew me. It absolutely blew me away when I saw that. And um, we tell you sauce. Do you call sauce or gravy? Ooh, I was going to ask that too. Controversial. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the fight I stay away from. Yeah. Uh, we, call it, <laughs> we call it sauce. But I tell people, whatever you call, what you make is what it is. Yeah. And was the next time you're going to go to QVC? You're coming back again? Yeah, I was on. Uh, I was on this past Saturday. I was on last night, and I'm on again uh, this coming Saturday, and again next week on Wednesday as well. It's all the time. Nice. People need it for the Super Bowl. That's like a must-have. Yes. 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 And which team are you rooting for? You think, who do you think was going to go to the Super Bowl? Yeah, I, I've, I'm, I'm a, a Jets fan, so. I'm sorry. I'm I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be serving. I'll be serving all the meatballs that day. Um, I'm a call, but they call it a flip flopper. I'm a Chiefs oh. fan. Oh, are you? Not really. Okay. Whoever wins the Super Bowl, I just jump on the back. I, I oh, love the celebration. Like, I celebrate with your meatballs. So I go every year, I always win. Oh, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> hey, you know, nothing wrong with that, right? No. And uh, where can we find you in socials and uh, for people who want to order Mama Mancini online? Yeah, so if you go to mamamancinis.com, you will see two things. You'll see a store locator where you could put your zip in. Then you'll also see where you can order direct to come directly to your home. And we do have a collection there. Uh, there's also a link to QVC. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're pretty much national. So you'll be able to find us in most places. But if not, we have the uh, direct consumer. We have the QVC, which is a great way to do it. Uh, we also have uh, Facebook Mama Mancini's. I also have uh, Instagram, both. And if they follow me on at Daniel Mancini on Insta, I just post all kinds of recipes all the time. It's my giving back, you know? It's like, okay, I'm going to, here we go. So, uh, What's the best way to use a meatball for like a Super Bowl party? What would you suggest? Well, if so, if you had the minis, mm-hmm. I would make sliders. I would mm-hmm. make, I would get those little slider rolls. I put one meatball on uh, every slider bun. Like last night, I had 64 minis was for the Super Bowl. It was four packages of 16 each. And I said to everybody, listen, if you have a house full of people, put them on a, a slider roll, put a, a toothpick in it, little maybe a little piece of cheese, you're good to go. Or make meat, look, meatball subs for Super Bowl, right? What's better than that? You can make yeah. a big sub sandwich, right? Get one of those big loaves of Italian bread. And my suggestion, my grandmother did this, when she made – uh, like meatball sandwiches, she would crush the meatballs in the sauce because Ooh. she didn't like the fact that if you bit it, it blew out. So <laughs> I suggest if you're making like a full sub, crush them up in a bowl in the sauce and just spread it out over the sub with some mozzarella cheese and melt it. Well, Roland, Christine, Delicious. and I would be at two meatballs because we love them so much. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I would do three, Paul, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but Daniel and Simon, thank you for stopping by again, for taking the time. We love your product. I mean, the story is amazing as well. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, good luck with your, your Super Bowl team. Oh, th- <laughs> do you know what? If, if they don't win, I'll flip it to the whoever's going to be there. Detroit. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.